0: your unders down your unders review and dissection of content from some of the sharpest minds in the game hosted by adam camilleri art of war down under hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to this episode most likely 168 of the art of war down under podcast my name is as always is adam camilleri and i'm joined by so his, na- his name s- sounds like Smelly. It, it's, it's, it's something and it sounds like Smelly, but we're not we don't we don't go after low hanging fruit here. We like to aim higher in life. So I'm just going to call him Stanklord because that's much higher in life than. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the, his name's Aiden Smelly, and he's going to be joining us to uh, assist in doing the Death Guard Index. Review, seeing us there's something actually worth talking about here. We've been treading water on some of these these factions. You've just heard probably the Space Marines Codex, and but before that we were doing Votan, and we're we'll possibly be doing Sisters or Admex. Some of these lower factions that have got a bit of a life breathed into them by the balanced data slate. We're we're recording this one a little bit ahead of time, so this is happening uh, pre-LGT. which I didn't really know when we we're going to get to record it, so we just slotted in when we could. But the great man, the great Stank Lord himself, has joined us. Aiden, how you doing, brother? Welcome. <laughs> well that's a name i've not been called before but i'll take it thank you very much good man i'm good i'm
1: uh, you know um in a much happier position than we were like let's say a month ago with the army mm. in general and um yeah like you said lgt is coming up um obviously people listen to this probably after lgt but that's coming up for me literally in like what two days three days so yeah super exciting times at the moment and i'm super hyped to get death guard out there because Boy, are we off the life support machine now? we were we were treading water for a bit there, but
0: we're actually all right now. <laughs> That's a great way of describing it on the life support. And yeah, now <laughs> the, you're able to, you're learning to walk again with the balanced status Like, you know, some rehab is occurring for your faction. Maybe these are terms we can start using these kind of health related terms, because that, that that is what's happened. Like you had an index that was unhealthy for your player base. Um, but what is cool, going to be cool about this episode, guys, is that we are recording part one now pre-LGT. We're going to be recording part two in a week or two's time, so we're going to get the picture of how Aiden's done pushing his brand new uh, Death Guard army pretty much into the shark tank of the London GT, one of the biggest tournaments, or the second biggest tournament in the world. Possibly it could be the biggest this year, we do not know, in this calendar year. Um, so, mate, uh, apologies, I live all down under a two-part podcast, if you want to get the second part of this, go over to Patreon, you can find us there, it's a pretty good show, it's a pretty good time, see us there. Aiden where can people catch more of you if they do like your dulcet tones uh if people like the sound of my voice
1: um which i would be slightly disturbed at but you never know (laughs) but if people also want to learn more about death guard hopefully um i run my own um like podcast slash youtube channel um called the disgustingly resilient podcast and um we basically are dedicated to death guard in competitive play Um, So we have all sorts, we're doing series based on like the basics of the army, faction fundamentals. We're going to start doing stuff like matchup specific stuff. And we have obviously like a generic podcast episode with me and my co-host Will. So yeah, if you're interested in sort of like, you you like what you hear here, maybe you are a Def Guard player, or, you know, maybe this gets you into Def Guard, you never know. Um, You can, you know, search us up on YouTube
0: and give us a listen and see what you think. Beautiful. Hope you guys do. And uh, we were chuckling about the irony of uh the name <laughs> as in because disgusting and resilient being you know they the previous you know i guess what long-standing faction identity of having feel no pain and being a thing that was you know wholesalely removed from their identity over the past two editions and then you named your podcast after it freaking hilarious i love it so much
1: yeah, a bit of an ironic time in that one, because um, obviously they removed it, so we renamed our podcast for a couple of weeks to the Removed by GW podcast, but then they announced it back in the previews as a two-command-point uh, stratagem,
0: so we became the two-command-point podcast for a bit. Love it, love it. If, you're CP- if you have enough CP podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Overpriced strategy podcast. (laughs) Overpriced strategy podcast. Uh, That is so good. Anyway, for those of you who do not know what this format is going to be, we're going to be going through every rule and notable data sheet for the Death Guard. I'll be leaning heavily on uh, Mr. Smalley to get us through notable data sheets, things that he thinks are relevant, the units that he rates. Uh, But we're going to be reading out just about every other rule up until therein and discussing their merits, the pros and the cons. Uh, We're going to be kicking off, of course, with the army rule, which is uh, Nurgle's Gift, if your army faction is Death Guard while well, an enemy unit is within Contagion range of this unit, subtract one from the toughness characteristic of models in the enemy unit. Contagion range changes over the course of the battle as shown. First battle round, it is three inches. Then second battle round is six inches, and a third battle round onwards is nine inches. This is very similar to what they had uh, in the last edition. Uh, but is this a good rule in tenth edition? Um, it's an interesting rule. Um, the I think.
1: In ninth edition, it was a strong rule because we had our toughness brackets were obviously a lot closer. Like toughness mm. eight would be the, is currently like what? That's the current toughness twelve, basically. Um yeah. so brackets and how wounding worked in the maths wise minus one toughness was a lot bigger of a mm. deal back in ninth edition, whereas in tenth edition it's kind of been left behind by the times because it's still, don't worry, it's still very impactful sort of like in your infantry matchups. You know, toughness 4 to toughness 3 is extremely powerful. Toughness 3 to toughness 2 is very powerful, et cetera, et cetera. But toughness 12 to toughness 11, slightly less, slightly Mm. matters a lot less. And especially when most of like your melee is capping out at strength 8, toughness 10 to toughness 9. Also, again, it's not doing that much for you. Now, don't Mm. get me wrong, there are other things that key off contagion effects, which is on the units themselves. Some of them are okay. Some of them are kind of like naff and a bit too niche <laughs> to be much use. Um, so when people read the army rule, it isn't just the minus. It's more. It's the contagions themselves. The yep. minus one toughness is just one aspect of contagions, and obviously we'll get into the extra bits later. But the um, the the gro- it does impact the game, and it does mean that death guard do a lot better, obviously, in those sort of like brawling scenarios, those close yes. range encounters um so if you're on planet bowling ball which hopefully at no good event should you be um you might be out of luck a bit (laughs) but on on most events that have nice solid terrain because obviously there's been a huge push for terrain density etc over the last couple of years to make sure people have good boards to play on the rule can come up a lot more than you think and have a lot more impact especially like i said in your infantry engagements where
0: it makes a huge difference Really happy to hear that because yeah, on on paper, uh, like you said, this is this has become a either does nothing or does something kind of a rule. As in, a la, you played against knights, probably did nothing, probably did nothing of significant relevance. Uh, whereas you played into a you know a grinder, uh, demons and or well, sorry, barely smaller demons, but you know you played into custodies, even could could even matter because you have to be brawling in the middle. But this once again, this is a it's a thematic rule, because, you know, trench warfare, things like that, this is what the Death Guard are known for. But uh, getting close to your opponent and uh, mass, especially enough to, you know, make this kind of coverage work for you, at least on face value, doesn't seem to be something that Death Guard are able to easily do, because when you're to the data you'll notice you don't really have a huge amount of agency to just launch yourself at your opponent and force these <laughs> things upon them. But we will get to that more as we unpack it. Tell us about Spread the Sickness, which is their uh, Plague Company detachment.
1: Okay, so uh, we'll talk about what Spread the sickness at its core is first, so before any changes yep. that came in recently. So Spread the sickness basically means that your entire army um, gets the sticky objectives rule. So if you control an objective at the start of the command phase, you will remain in control of that objective even if you move off the objective. Um, so a lot of armies do have this rule, and a lot of people say it's useless because other armies have access to it. But there is genuine merit to having it in, on every single unit in your army, compared to like just you know like intercessors or something like yeah. that. Um, so it, do, it is, it's an, it's one of those rules. It's nice to have, and it's it is strong and it is good. But the it's it sort of also at the same time, it doesn't really like impact your, your like output mm. as much as over armies, like Eldar having a reroll and everything. Yeah. like That's always valuable. Some, some matchups you like sticky objectives just don't really ever come into play. Um now don't get wrong when they do come into play, it's very good and it's very useful and nice to have because, you know, you can get shot off an objective, but still hold it, which is great. Um, but there are some matchups where you're against something like a mm. world eaters, which chance are if they charge something on an objective Um, there's not going to be anything left on this objective and you're going
0: to lose it regardless. So it's kind of a dead rule in that scenario. In Um, addition, um, that objective then gives off the contagion ability described previously, the last thing we just talked about as well. Is that any good? Does that combo with anything to make it uh, of relevance? uh, God, again,
1: it's... So the problem with this one, and it's not... Again, it's not bad specifically because... The stratagems, which we'll get onto, key off this infected, infected objective keyword as well, and it's one of those rules where, when it actually pulls off, it can be really, really powerful. Like the the extra effects you get from the infected objectives are very strong. Problem is, it's in this weird niche scenario where the enemy has to be within range of an objective, mm-hmm. but you have to have controlled it the previous turn and held it till your command phase. So now it's infected, and then you still need to be holding it. And they need to yep. then walk in within range of it. So when it comes up, it's very powerful. But the problem is, it's just so niche and it comes up so rarely. It's, especially since the problem is that even in the stratagems, it's not key. They don't key off the same words. Some say within contagion range of an infected objective whereas some say you must be within range of an infected objective marker so it's Mm. a bit of like sometimes it's within nine of a objective marker or sometimes you have to literally be stood on an objective marker
0: so it's not even consistent so sometimes you think you can do something and suddenly you can't i was about to say exactly that the the t's and c's aren't consistent when you look at the combo effects that you get from this in addition it's an extremely face-up play as we like to say Uh, this this is a This goes back to sometimes uh, poker terminology, other card games, other TCG games. So your opponent could just be like, "So, okay, you mean if I stay 6.1 objective uh, inches from this objective until you're dead, this rule doesn't take effect?" Uh, And then you're like, "Yes, sir," and like, "Okay, fair enough. That's easy." (laughs) (laughs) yeah to be fair that's kind of death
1: guard as a faction in general like it's a very it's a very honest faction in a way um you're not you're not gonna be pulling many gotchas you're gonna be like look this is i move this far i do this thing
0: that's it (laughs) but you're saying that you're saying you don't have phantasm coming up in your detachments in your in your stratagem suite mate i mean i'm i'm shocked (laughs) (laughs) if i get a phantasm it'll be like a two inch move phantasm (laughs) Uh, it would it would he must go towards the closest enemy objective or something (laughs) no uh Yeah, no choices. Um, The battle data site has been very lovely to the Death Guard and have injected a brand new rule in addition to the one we just read off for the um, detachment, for the same detachment. Um, Yeah. So this is spread the sickness during the declared battle formation step. Select one of the sicknesses below to the end of the battle. All units from your army with the Nurgle's gift ability gain the selected sickness. Uh, the first, oh, we'll go for tit for tat. First of which is Skull Squirm. Uh, While well, an enemy unit, oh, these are all auras, by the way, is within inc- contagion range of this unit, worsen a blissy skill and weapon skill characteristic of weapons equipped by models in the enemy unit by one. I like that one quite a lot. That's actually one of my favorite ones, but I think the, the next one is the Bee's Knees. Tell us about it, mate. Uh okay, so now I believe it's called
1: Rattlejoin Agueus. Like yep, yeah, like yeah. yep see, I know it. <laughs> and this one is while an opponent is within contagion range of a model with this ability, reduce its save characteristic by one. Um so yeah, um how about basically just getting
0: free AP, but technically it's better, yeah. as we'll get into. It's uh
1: that's yes. quite a damage
0: output increase. Well every unit in your army is an aura of a- increase AP by one. Um Essentially, on all weapons, every weapon, everything you've got, just increase AP by one aura. Uh, pretty spice. Uh, last one is Scabrous Solrot. Um, while an enemy unit is within the contagion range of this unit, worsen the leadership and objective secured characteristics of models in the enemy unit by one. I still like that one too. Um, and then to change the parentheses at the end of the current rule too. So, enemy units within a contagion range will have their characteristics modified, just in case there was any. Little teas and seed weirds and wonky interactions. How good is this little package? So this little
1: package has made the army actually not even just better. It's made the army fun. Um, mm-hmm. The ability to sort of and again, you got to remember, people who's listening, you get to pick this after you know your opponent, so you can tailor this to the opponent that you're playing. And having the ability to do that, looking at a matchup and being like, right, what's going to be the important play here? Because as Adam said, even the one that people don't look at straight away, the minus one leadership and OC, in some matchups, that's actually the right choice to make. Don't get me wrong, yep. it's going to be a lot more niche and a lot less often that's the right choice. But having it there and having it as a choice is great. And I've always said, like, I love rules that reward agency and the player to be able to make the right decision and having this and looking at a matchup and being like right okay i need to think now about what's going to be the correct one here is great um i mean it, people were upset about being at femoral Panics on my back but if you've played with the minus one weapon skill minus one ballistic skill against certain armies um then what people need to remember is because it's a ballistic skill and a weapon skill modifier it can stack with other negatives to hit um, such yep. as stealth or tythus in close combat And you can make things minus two to hit. And um, anyone that played back in the days of Eldar, uh, Altaiok Flyer Spam, where we had minus
0: four to hit, Mm -hmm. that was absurd. But minus two to hit is very, very annoying to deal with. (laughs) Totally agree, mate. I mean, but what I, this is really well designed. Uh, threesome of abilities i mean scabra skull right i actually am a huge advocate for you're playing against necron warriors uh who's entire you know they don't do you any damage they just want to swarm you drown your primary well they're all only see one now it's a lot less of a problem to oh and they are leadership nine instead of ten so they're much easier to battle shock if you want to force a couple of battle shocks again and again and again on the unit uh you playing against freaking unending swarm tyrannits who their yep. armor save is negligible. You do not need to negative their armor save; they don't have one. So you know, same they're as not, They're not <laughs> dealing much damage to you as gone something. they? So you don't exactly need to right. Skill. Yeah, you don't need reduce weapon skill. You don't need to we- reduce an armor save. You just make sure they can't ta- they can't destroy your primary. And then all of a sudden, when they can't take away your objectives, all of a sudden you holding objectives with freaking um uh, spread the sickness initially. The the first uh, part of spread the sickness, you know sticking objectives becomes more relevant because you get to hold them for longer. Like, it it actually is a bit of a fading into itself kind of effect. But all, in all honesty, like, someone plays Uncle Bunga Tower Crisis Suits and you're just like, uh, you can hit me on fives before boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good feeling. If, another good funny place one, be. just quickly go on your Scabra
1: Soul Rot. Um, so th- there's a unit called Noxious Blightbringer. Now, I don't recommend this for like a take-all's comers list, but if you really want to bully a Chaos Space Marines player, uh, if you take that fella... His contagion range gets an extra minus two leadership. If you take Scabra so a lot, it's minus Mm. three leadership. So enjoy taking your dark packs at minus three leadership and killing your own units.
0: Ooh, (laughs) just blowing up. That is delicious. Oh, some chaos on chaos hate. I am all for it. (laughs) It's just funny to watch them just be like, ah, I don't actually want to use my army ability because I'll die. like, yes, yes, you will die. (laughs) Turned me well off, sir. Uh, All right. Into these strategy, first of which is Ferric Blight is one CP. It happens in your shooting or the fight phase. Yeah, your shooting phase or the fight phase. Uh, One Death Guard unit from your army that has not been selected to shoot or fight this phase. To the end of the phase, each time a model in your unit makes an attack, improve the AP characteristic of attack by one. If the target of the attack is within contagion range of an effective uh, objective marker, you control and a critical wound is scored increase it by two instead so one cp for just plus one ap shooting or fighting is an extremely good stratagem and it's a very good going rate and then to get a kicker that if they're on an infected objective on a six to wound you get another ap just a nice little little cherry on top this is a very good stratagem. yeah it's i mean
1: it's it's you know plus one ap is always great um that it starts getting gross when you manage to pull off the infected objective marker trick mm-hmm. because you've got to remember now the infected objective marker is also carrying an additional effect, so it can be minus one save. So yeah. now, you're, if I have, for example, um, a Death Shroud Terminator squad with Plague Spitter Gauntlets, um, which are normally AP zero, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to use this stratagem, they're going to spray at you. Now they're AP one. Um, if you're within range of the infected objective marker to trigger the extra half, you're also going to be minus one save, potentially. So now they're AP two. And mm-hmm. the, the rule, the stratagem says sixes to wound, well, critical wounds deal additional AP. But all of our flamers are anti-infantry, which means they will actually trigger critical wounds on four Correct. ups and two ups. So you can actually go from a measly strength-free AP zero, one damage fl- flamer to AP three flamers that automatically wound
0: on four mm-hmm. ups. And you mm-hmm. can have seven of them in a squad of Death Shroud, which is hilarious. And it could be a negative one toughness as well there, yeah? Yep. Yeah. So you can... Uh, you, you can... Not that that matters with the anti, but still cute. Yeah, still cute. And like he said, so you can, with this strategy
1: and potentially, and the combination with Spread the Sickness, spike an extra free AP on any and ability. That, that gets wild. But even just using it for just the one AP and none of the extra effects, like you're never going to complain about having an extra AP on any attacker in the game at any point. Absolutely right. All right, what's the next one, mate? So, the next one is going to be I have on my screen. Let me pull it up a second. So, I have Boil Blight on my screen. So, Boil Blight is a one command point stratagem, and this is a bit weirdly weirded So, you pick one of your units, and then you pick an enemy unit that is within contagion range of that mm-hmm. unit. And now, this is the weird bit because you pick one of your units. But well, this effect yep. is now going to benefit your entire army. So until the end of the phase, any one of your units that fires at that unit is treated as having the ignores cover and the heavy keyword on all of its ranged weapons.
0: So really really weird combo of what it's giving you. North cover is very valuable, but heavy might not come up that often. But mate, tell us more. So this one's a weird one. When I first read it, I was like, oh, that's going to be really niche
1: and not get used much. It's probably one of my most used (laughs) stratagems because the ability to... I I play a lot with Plague Burst Crawlers. And Plague Burst Crawlers, who can sit still, potentially ignore modifiers if you have more tower in the list, um, can basically, if you manage to tag a unit with boil Blight, will be hitting them on twos, ignoring cover. And that's for every single Plague Burst Crawler, not just one of them.
0: Very and, nice.
1: Yeah, so you can pick If you can get within range of a key unit, which you can use fast units like bloat drones, um, mm-hmm. et cetera, to basically get contagion range on someone, you can then lob 3d6 plus 9 with blast extra shots mm-hmm. onto a unit with lethal hits at AP1 ignoring the cover. Um it adds up and again if you've got that extra contagion, that's potentially minus one save as well. So it's potentially a strength eight, ap AP2 ignores cover. Um and yep. you can just you can have a basically just delete any unit. I call it like a pseudo-o for a moment with a Plague Burst Crawlers, <laughs> because you just pick a
0: unit and you go, That's gonna die this turn. <laughs> Dude, that is really actually when you unpack it like that, that is a beautiful little combo piece. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, it, honestly is it, when you manage to pull it off. And there's some cheeky ways you can pull it off using, like, cultist scout moves if you get first turn. Scout six, move six, advance. get You hold an objective. Enemies behind a wall, you can string out, so you hold the objective. You've strung out. Now you've been three inches of the guy behind the a unit behind a wall. Boil blight it, and then just have all your mortals unleash on it. It, it's,
0: it yeah. can really take you by surprise. Beautiful. It almost seems like you're turning the unit into a sentinel for Imperial Guard with their, yeah, their yeah. <laughs> artillery combos. Anyway, um, Sangus, Sangus Flux, yes. one CP. Um, in the fight phase, while Death Guard unit from your army has not been selected to fight this phase, until the end of the phase, weapons equipped by models in your unit have the sustained hits one ability. While your unit is within a range of effective objective marker, you have sustained hits two. Wish this was in the, sh- in the shooting phase, but I guess we'll take it. I do not know what units this is good on, though. You need to tell us that, mate. The best units for this one are usually going to be either your... If you have a big brick of
1: Plague Marines, because our Plague Marines for a Battle Line unit can pack a lot of Power Fist stat equivalents. Um, like yep. In a 10-man unit, you can effectively have five Power Fists, which is kind of daft. <laughs> and the other thing that people need to remember is this also combos with other units such as the Biologist putrefier. The Biologist putrefier gives the unit that he joins lethal hits. And you cause critical hits on a 5+, plus, which means if you then use a stratagem on that, they will also be triggering on a 5 up. So you can have sustained hits 1, lethal hits, going off on a 5 up with potentially 15 power fist attacks from a unit. um, Yeah, boy. Which is very nice. Um, Also, Mm. Death Shroud, they have, you know, four attacks per guy. Uh, You can also go for siphon profiles. Not that I'd really recommend it. But if you, like you say, you're running to Gaunt, the AP is not going to help you, so you might as well. Um so you get more chances to roll sixes because that's eight attacks per guy, so lots of chances to get it. Um and also I've weirdly used this one even on like Mortarian who only has five attacks. Sometimes you'll find yourself in scenarios where you're in combat with something and it has to die or Mortarian dies. So you can throw it out and just pray your spike like two sixes, and it can happen. Like it's it's just always a good like stratagem to have in the bag, especially mm-hmm. if it was two command points. I wouldn't be risking it like that. And I would not recommend you do it unless it's dire play. But for one command point to be able to use at any point it's you know it's sustained hits one it's ne- you're never going to complain um, and again if nah. you manage to ever pull it off on an infected objective marker um sustained hit two is when stuff starts getting really wild especially if you like i said you're doing it on five ups then that yeah. unit's going to die do you have any four rolls to hit in combat um we do actually you can take the lord of contagion who can join terminator units and he does give the unit four rolls to hit um which i actually recommend with blight lord terminators because they the blight Lords are, are a, a tough unit that's good that for the points is quite durable, but the output is somewhat lacking. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people want to increase their shooting output, which I'm not really sure why, given it's just bolt guns. Like an AP0 bolt gun is still a bolt gun, no matter how many re-rolls you give it. So I'd rather give them, because they have AP2 melee with four attacks per guy. And I'd yep. find it more better to fish for the lethal hits with that. And again, you can give it sustained and lethal hits um, and then just fish for the sixes. And it helps yep. you deal with somewhat like a lot of common. Thing that'll happen is you'll have Black lord is in a ten, 10 man break, get charged by like a rhino, and then you're stuck there because we have no fallback yep. in charge, and you're just, yep. you just there forever. So, having been able to fish for sixes, just lethal hit it to death, um, obviously helps deal with that issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next one, mate? So, the next one, oh, look, it's disgustingly resilient. <laughs> Yay! Hey! <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> oh,
0: <my God. laughs> well done.
1: <laughs> so, this is uh, two command points. So, it's used in the fight phase when an enemy unit has selected its target. So, you know, an opponent has selected you as one of its targets for its melee swings. And um, one Death Guard unit that you select um, as the target that was selected by the Title of the Attacks. Until the end of the phase, each time an attack is allocated to a model in your unit, subtract one from the damage characteristic of that attack. So, two command points in the fight phase, pick one of your units, it's minus one damage until the end of the phase. Um, it's... This so this is the weird thing. This should honestly be like the the Death Guard strategy, if, if that makes sense. Yep. This should be the one everyone expects to use. This is the one I use the least, because yep. it's, it's so expensive. Two command points is expensive mm-hmm. for that. And... Minus one damage is good. I'll never say it's not good, it is great. But sitting on two command points to do something like that, like for the same cost, I could have used ferric blight
0: and sanguine flux and killed Correct. the thing that's gonna swing at me. Yeah. Um you could you could be using you could be wielding two good offensive one CPs or having sitting with two CP. You know, through your opponent's turn, hoping that they charge you and you get to do something with disgusting and resilient. I mean, in the Custodies matchup where they're all, you know, damage two and stuff, maybe this is worth doing. But apart from that, I can't think of another instance where there's gonna it, be a fight phase with match damage two that I care about.
1: And it's made even worse by the fact that they give us a seventy point character, the sorcerer in Terminator armor. who yes. does it on a two up for free. Does it,
0: yes, exactly? Yeah, he does right, the exact
1: mate. same rule on a two up for free. Yeah. So it's like you only use it in the most dire circumstances where you're like, right, this guy has to live this turn. Otherwise it's probably not worth the investment. Cause like you said, two offensive strats will probably get you more impact on a game than this yeah. one defensive.
0: All right. The gifts of decay is up next. One CP happens in your command phase and, uh, you know, one death guard model from your army. Uh, your model gains up to D3 lost wounds. If your model's unit is within contagion range of an infected objective, you regain flat three instead. I mean, is this a good way of healing a tank or Mortarian or something like that? Does this come up much? Um, I use it on Mortarion quite a lot. Um Mort- Morty
1: for so- people still have their idea in head that Mortarion and more Mortar time is a key component to the army, but people still think Morty's like this monster that's gonna walk oh. around with what, you know, like seven <laughs> D
0: three plus three Dude. damage attacks at you know, strength a billion. <laughs> I, had Morty, I had Morty charge five uh, infiltrators and he killed three of them. And I was like, what the hell was that? Like, what? Are you a Primarch, <laughs> yeah. mate? Are you a Primarch? What happened? Yeah. Morty hey, Ma, needs to go to the gym I bet. <laughs> he's a bit. He's a noodle. He's a wet noodle. He's, he's, just, he's, he's throwing arms, gone limp. I don't know what's up. Yeah, you know,
1: well, it's not his fault. That scythe's you know, like, you know, it's only like twelve foot tall, and you know, it's probably not sharp, and it? it's heavy to yeah. swing. But people like to shoot more, and he's obviously one of the toughest. He is tough. I'll give him that. He's tough. Toughness 12, 4 up, invulnerable, two up, save, and a five up field. No pain is tough. Um, so if people really want to keep shooting at him, um, feel free to keep using the stratagem because again, it gets extra value on him because. Healing Wounds is great. Healing Wounds with a Feel No Pain is, again, another chance to save that wound on a Feel No Pain, which can then be saved again. So, mm. it gets extra value. It's a good thing. It can also help you get out of bracket in if you really need it. Um, but it, it's it's cute it's it's a cute strategy i'd say you know you use it if you're feeling a bit you're like oh morty's a bit morty's a little under the weather there i'll just top him up i just i don't like to look of that Lancer. so it's probably going to hurt him next <laughs> turn let's let make sure he's going to live um oh. but again you look you more you're more looking at your ferric blight your blo- your sanguinous flux and your boil blight rather than this this is like a like i said
0: uh, will the free wounds matter yeah go on <laughs> yeah it's literally, uh, my opponent has fallen into the trap of thinking Morty is worth killing. Cool, I want them to continue for as long as I can. Let's keep giving him wounds back. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just, nice. it's just good bad manners when
1: you when you you know, you know pass all your invulns and they've shot their entire army and took three wounds off Mort and you're like, I'm just going to make you feel even worse and just heal them back. Psychological <laughs> warfare. I love it. Good. Good stuff. All right, there is one more. Give it to us. Yes, so last one is Cloud of Flies, which is when you're in your opponent's shooting phase, just after they select their target, um, your death guard, one Def Guard unit from your army that was selected as the attacks gets the stealth ability until the end of the phase. So it's one command point, give a unit minus one to be hit in the shooting phase. Um, so I both have an issue with the stratagem and like this stratagem. It is a good stratagem. One CP for minus one to hit is nice. The problem is Chaos Space Marines have the exact same stratagem, but better. So they, mm-hmm. And it's their Nurgle themed one, so the the Nurgle dedicated legion has a worse version of the same stratagem, named the same in their book, um because theirs gives a unit loan up instead if the Nurgle to get the stealth. And um, don't get me wrong, I still use this stratagem a lot. It is good. um It's also nice because it means you can use smoke screen on the vehicles that have smoke, like Land Raiders, Predators, and then still use cloud of flies on something like Morty or Plaguebus crawl yep. So. It's good. I use it a lot, especially we talk about the minus one bullet skill, minus one weapon skill. If you manage to be really cheeky and, you know, like you said before, get a crisis unit of contagion range. Maybe they have to take an angle that puts them in contagion range. You yep. just go, okay, what are you shooting? And as soon as you declare it, you go, yep, cloud of flies and join minus two to hit. And it, it can yep. really blunt a lot of damage coming out. So it's a good yep. strategy. As much as I have my grievances with it, I use it a lot.
0: Man, I was going to make such a meme out of this one. You you did, you did it all, all already for me. I was going to lull that the best Nurgle Strat isn't in freaking Death Guard. Um, dude, it I'm... might not... There, there might, it might be... <laughs> it might be that the second best Nurgle Strat isn't even de- in Death Guard as well. It could be in the Demons book, probably. Yeah, I've got no yeah, idea what, what Nurgle Strat's are. Oh, I've, there, I've, I've
1: cried myself to, to sleep or in the shower too many times over this stratagem, so we won't, we won't, we won't linger <laughs> on it.
0: <laughs> but Cloud of Flies, that's what it used to do. That's what it's done for, you know, what, it two used, editions? Oh, yeah, right, it, it used to edition, literally yeah. be...
1: Yeah, it was. It was. You can't be shot if you're more than twelve inches shot. away. Yeah, and the amount of times your opponent would like line up all the, you see him lining all this mm-hmm. stuff, and you're just there like with a grin on your face, like what you smile like nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, your face, your face. Bring it in, bring it in. Come on. <laughs> like, okay, you like, you like, oh, he's like, okay, I've done one movement. You're like, so you are confirming you're going into your shooting phase. He's like, yeah, why? And you're like, cloud of wise. cloud of Flies. <laughs> 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 and you just uh, see
0: the face drop as it, the realization hits him, and you're like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, as far as a package of stratagems go, it is actually pretty good. Uh, there, I mean, a couple of stinkers that only key off in the fight phase, Disgusting Resilient, uh, and the Flux only keying off in the fight phase, which isn't where a lot of 10th edition is happening right now, and Gifts yeah. of Decay being mediocre. But, man, uh, Ferric Blight, Boil Blight, and Cloud of Flies, all pretty legit. Yeah, but you'll be
1: using Ferric Blight pretty much every turn, Oil blight when it comes up and it's and you've got, especially if you're in playbus crawls and cloud of flies is always just nice to have as a defensive tool so um i honestly they're all one command points the ones the ones that matter are one command point so you know always a bonus to have
0: that yep absolutely all right mate uh let's go into the enhancements the first of which is living plague and pretty much just says add three inches to the range of the bearers or abilities including nurgle's gift is this any good um asked me a month ago i'd say no Ask me now yep. is very good because obviously that means our
1: extra effects of our contagions are extended. Um, and one of the most fun things I like to do with this is if you're against a tower player and you put it on like a, like a lone chaos Lord or even free death shroud of a Lord in it and he, turn free. They want to come down. They're like, okay, it's go time. You know, our tower rules are on now they drop down and then you rapid ingress within 12 of them and then tag them with the minus one ballistic skill. So they drop Ooh. down and they're just going to be minus two to hit or whatever they shoot, <laughs> which is quite funny, oh. but delicious yeah, extra range on contagions, especially with how impactful they are now is um, really good in general. You know, you, like it allows a model to come in from deep strike and put a unit in contagion range. Mm. You can put it on an icon bearer who then for one turn can have 15 inch aura of contagion range, which is daft. Um, Mortarian can stack this with other people because he can choose to extend Contagions by three, so you can then extend it by six on a, on a, on a unit um, so they can technically have, because there's no cap on it, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting in this edition, there's no cap on Contagion range, whereas previous Correct. edition it was 12, Yep. so you Correct. can technically get a unit up to like 15, like I said, or even 18 if you have an Icon Bearer, Living Plague and Morty, you can have a, a unit of an 18-inch Contagion range, which given that could be spread over a 10-man Plague Marine unit who strings out that's most of the
0: board. <laughs> it is. It's very good. Uh, this will run you twenty points for the privilege. Yeah, it's not. It's again.
1: It's a little expensive, but it's probably the best one. Um, if you're yeah. going to run one, I'd probably
0: pick this one. Uh, what's the next one, mate? Do we, Do I have to talk about the droning? No, okay, I'll do it. Uh, it's the aura of <laughs> literally there is no words. There's no. I don't know what happened to these words, but they got droned literally out of my brain because I read them and none of them meant anything. All right. while uh, enemy units in the contagion range of the bearer? Each time the unit fails a battle shock test, roll a one d six on a two to five, they suffer one mortal wound. Not even d three, and on a six, they suffer d three. Um, it doesn't even trigger battle shock tests. If it was oh. like, uh, whilst you're in contagion range at the start of every command phase or some shit, you can trigger a battle shock, or you know, you take a battle shock, you take a battle shock, everyone take a battle shock. Um, this is one of the worst enhancements I've ever read. Yeah, the fact uh, that, that it costs points is insulting. Yeah, the rumors <laughs> said it was going to be like when you know every uh, we get we get we get
1: rumors start coming out leaks whatnot they, it yeah. was d they, they were everyone was saying it's d three mortal wins on a two to five. Now that would be interesting. Because Plague hmm. vs. Crawl can force Battleshock tests. So, Correct. you know, that's not bad. You can put it on the model that gives an aura of minus two leadership. Um, it maybe can actually start, you know, doing some damage then. The problem is it doesn't. And I, you know, you have to jump through the hoops of making them fail a Battleshock test. Which, if yes. it's in the command phase, they can also auto-pass. Not like not that the threat of one mortal wound is ever going to make someone do no. that. <laughs> um, you have to be near them with the one character that has the enhancement. And then it still even has a chance to roll a one and do literally nothing.
0: Dear me oh my, this is, like I was just said, it, I think this is the worst enhancement possibly in the game. It, we're going to actually, we, we will see if anybody thinks that they have an enhancement worse than the droning. And then I will just say, you're droning on, sir. Moving on, <laughs> moving on with my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what's ten the next points? One, mate? It ten points, it's, that one, It's ten points. It should it should be free. Even if it was free, yeah. I wouldn't take it because I wouldn't want to no. write down or have to, to say, explain.
1: If you have ten points in your list, just play with 1919 do ninety. Don't don't have some pride. in this. Have list, some yeah. pride. Don't Have lower simplicity. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Deadly Pathogen. Tell us about it. So Deadly Pathogen is fairly straightforward. One that de- obviously put on Death Guard character. Um, you add one to the strength and attacks of the bearer's melee weapons, which is, you know, not bad. And if he's within contagion range of an infected... Oh, he's within range, not contain. Again, this is where it gets confusing. So, you ha- so it's not within contagion range of infected objective marker. It's within range of the objective marker. So it's the three inches. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to add two to your strength and attacks instead. Now, as we said there, if you had the spare points in your list, this is probably the one you throw in if you've got, like, 15 spare points. Because, well, plus yep. one strength, plus one attack, it's okay. It's not bad. You yeah, know, not bad. it's it's not really going to change the game or impact. It's not like an enhancement that changes how you play massively. But, you know, every so often, having an extra attack to slap someone with,
0: it's okay. And if you ever pull off the plus two, then bonus. <laughs> yep, exactly right. Yep um last one is Rot and possibly the second best um death guard model only of course each time the bearish unit is selected as a target of an enemy charge until the end of the phase of so two from the charge rolls made from the enemy unit so you just get a unit that is neg two to be charged um not bad in some matchups it will be very good in some matchups it'll do literally nothing and it will run you 25 points so it is the most expensive one as yeah. far as i'm concerned the only one you can you build into your list is Living Plague, yeah. The rest of them is see how the rest ends up, and then maybe ifs and buts.
1: Yeah, like Shamborot's not bad, but again, it's more to do with like the better of the game at the moment. Melee's mm. not the in thing, and it being the most expensive. And like you said, you come across Talgrats, you've got a stratagem that does literally nothing. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. an enhancement, mm-hmm. but it's for twenty five points. Um, ten yep. more points is a base unit of free Nurglings, Just do Correct. that instead. Correct. Um, it could be good though if Meli just having you know there's an overhaul and somehow Meli becomes the meta, then you know Shamblerot becomes actually really good.
0: Um, so it's not bad, but it's just it doesn't have a place at the moment. If that makes sense? Yeah, it, it does. It doesn't make sense um, right now. It could make sense in the future, but like I said, I think just Living Plague is very, very good, especially yep. with the changes to. It adds three of the auras, which accounts for the new stuff that got added. The new spread the sickness rules, which are all auras. Um, I think it's extremely potent, extremely worth taking, and I would be building it into most of my lists. Yeah. I, course, I think so. I have it in every list at the moment, living plague. It's just
1: it's just nice to have it. It's just the anything that helps you get your contagions because they're now that impactful. Mm. It's just it's
0: just good. So just take it. If you've got twenty points, fit it in. All right, and now that brings us to the end of the rules breakdown for the Death Guard. We're gonna jump into the Uh, data sheets, the notable data sheets. So we're going to get a couple of HQs. We'll do two HQs, and then we'll probably do Mortarion as well. Uh, And then we're going to do a couple of infantry, a couple of tanks and monsters and beasties. But Aiden, take us to a HQ of note, mate. Okay, so if we're
1: not not covering Morty, we'll go for Lord of Virulence first, because I think the Lord of Virulence is an exceptionally strong unit, um, especially for the way I like to play Death Guard. Um, So the Lord of Virulence is your sort of standard terminate a lord um, stat line, mm-hmm. so he's toughness 6, because all death guard terminates a T6 instead of 5, because he's still a plus 1 toughness. He's 6 wounds with a 2-up save and a 4-up invulnerable. Um, he's equipped with a twin plague spewer, so he has an anti-infantry 2-plus heavy flamer, so it's strength five eight yep. one one damage, and it has twin linked, which is a little random, as we'll cool. get onto to that. Yep. Um, but it's not bad, you know, it's a good weapon to have. It's anti-infantry 2-plus. Any infantry, doesn't matter how tough it is, you wounded it on a 2. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. He also comes with a heavy plague fist, um, which unfortunately for some reason does make him weapon skill free. Um it's very heavy apparently. It's a big heavy fist. Yeah, um, but it's but it's still, you know, five attacks at strength, eight AP two, two damage with lethal hits. Nothing nothing to, you know, nothing's gonna it's light fine. the world on fire. Yeah. But yeah, you can smack a couple marines to death. It's pretty good. But the reason you take this guy is because of his actual abilities. So, um, obviously, Deep Strike, because he's Terminator. It, you know, I, I don't think I need to cover that stuff. <laughs> but nah. his, um, his rules are... The first one is the Master of Destruction, which is, while this model is leading a unit, each time that unit makes a ranged attack, you can reroll roll the wound roll. So
0: Very nice. Yep. Yeah,
1: solid, you know, re-roll wounds is obviously an incredibly strong ability to have, especially when you're conjoining with a unit of Death Shard Terminators that have up to 7 D6 Anti-Infantry 4-plus Flamers. So being able to reroll your wounds which automatically wound on a four up, you're gonna have a 75% conversion rate on average of all your mm-hmm. wounds. Um which is again just you know you can drown people in dice you can put a ferric blight on it they're yep. in contagion range like an IP two um you'd be surprised how much elite infantry those little strength free flamers can wipe yes. away. Um you know you're dropping custodies to their invuln with
0: anti-infantry mm. four plus flamers en masse. That is not Brilliant. what custodies want to see. Um, uh this next ability is kind of saucy but i'm kind of i'm trying to wrap my head around actual implications outside just pbc's give us the breakdown mate so each time a friendly death
1: guard model makes an attack with a blast weapon that targets a unit that is visible to this model so it doesn't have a range just has to be visible (laughs) add one to the hit roll of that attack and the attack has the ignores cover ability so it only applies to blast weapons but there is More than you think in the codex. So obviously the main application is plague burst crawlers. So again, you can potentially have this is another just like boil blight. It the function is basically the same, and the bonus being they don't have to stay still because obviously heavy gives them the plus one to hit. This just gives them plus one to hit regardless. So you will kind of have plague burst crawlers hitting on twos out of line of sight and ignoring cover. It also works on defiler battle cannons. Battle cannons have a good strength and damage. Strength 10 AP, There's uh, damage free. let down by the AP, which is 1. Because yep. it's normally just negated by cover. Yep. Now you get to ignore the cover, which is nice. Plus, again, you think about Contagion range. Now it's potentially AP 2. So that really increases that. Um, another good, cute one is the Hellbrute Plasma Cannon. Um, because we'll get onto it in notable units probably, but the Hellbrute, if it hits something with a ranged attack... Yep. makes it count as being within contagion range so you can push out your contagions further so with a plasma cannon you're now hitting on twos so the chances of getting that hit are a lot higher and yeah. um, plus you get d3 shots compared to like a lot of people think the last cannon is good but it's one shot don't risk it um so again it, it comes into play there also you have like havoc launches on all your chaos vehicles because they're just free and they're blast weapons um grenades um from your biological putrefire he has a special little strength 5 ap1 damage 2 grenade again it's that blast um there's more blast than you think in the book it's all from weird places mm-hmm. like mortarian spell again gets mm-hmm. ignores cover from us because it's blast <laughs> So, funny. Yeah. but obviously the main application is probably plague burst crawlers but yeah. it, it it comes into play a lot more and the impact that plague burst crawlers can have on the game is big enough to just warrant that but yeah. if you just had that rule you would think oh he's a bit niche but that rule combined with the fact that he just gives his unit reels to wound and shoot in, Blight is like the cherry on the cake. It is, um, yeah. So those two together make him just, for 100 points, the guy. 100 it, points. It, it, you know, he still smacks in combat as well. He's not mm. the worst in combat. Good stat line, good defensive, and then these two abilities for 100 points, you you can't go wrong. I, I totally agree. The abilities are fantastic. All right. What is another HQ, mate? Um, I'm going to go for Typhus. Typhus yes. is... Typhus is honestly... I don't know why they points dropped him. I thought he was already excellent. Um, and he's just such a cool unit. So Typhus is the same stat line of a lord. However, Typhus, remember to wear his running shoes because he's got a movement five. <laughs> 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 don't know why. But I think it's because he's got hooves. Maybe it's because he's got hooves. You must be. Must be, right? Yeah. So he's also got a better melee output. So he's got either five attacks with the slam, and um, the strike, sorry, which is... Weapon skill two, strength nine, AP two, and flat free damage. So that's a good that's, that's a good yep. strong melee profile. Um, it's a bit sad that he has the same amount of attacks as Mortarian, but you know. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he can also sweep for 10 attacks at strength six, AP1, and damage one, which you know, you go against gaunts, you're not gonna complain. Um but again, you've got a good stat line there. But he's again his magic comes in his abilities. So Typhus has the innate ability that whenever he is leading a unit. Each time a u- melee attack is made against that unit, subtract one from the hit roll. So this nice. means if you take the minus one ballistic skill, minus one weapon skill, anyone in combat with Typhus is, is minus two to hit. And when really he's good. in something like six death shroud, that is a brawling unit that is not going to get out brawled by mostly anything in the game. Mm. If you're in like a world eaters matchup, what well, that's not a unit. Because again, he's going to have the overwatch from flamers as well. You don't want yes. to go near this thing, so do this not. thing can sit in the midboard and be like, yeah, come try it, come on, enjoy mm. like hitting on fives. Um, <laughs> custodians hitting on fours, hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> They're like, what, is, what do you mean I hit on fours? This is guardsman." <laughs> um, and then Typhus' other ability, which again, this is uh, another fantastic ability, is the Eater Plague. So it's a psychic ability, but it's not, a shoot- it's not a shooting attack. I need to clarify this. It goes off in the shooting phase, but it's not a shooting attack. So in your shooting phase, you select one enemy unit of an 18 of this model invisible, and you roll a d6. And on a one, you do take d3 mortal wounds yourself. But you're never going to roll a one; it never happens. No, don't worry right. about it. Never heard of it. No, nah, never heard <laughs> of it. On a two to five, the enemy unit's going to suffer d6 mortal wounds, and on a six, Ooh. they suffer d3 plus three mortal wounds. So the good thing about this is, it means it can shoot into combat because, again, it's not a mm-hmm. shooting attack, it's just an ability. Um, you can also just fling mortals at stuff you have no right and wound in wounding, such as like land raiders and really high toughness vehicles. Uh, and my favorite thing is, you also get to shoot lone ops with it. So, if that crazy Assassin has annoyed mm-hmm. you for the fifth game in a row, all you need to do is roll one, two up, followed by a 50 50 chance to just
0: one shot the thing off the planet, dude. Neuro are going to be everywhere, there's going to be so many little infuriating loan ops all over the place not that there wasn't already but there's going to be more i believe so yeah abilities like this are just money yeah so only 100 points yeah again only 100 <laughs> points again 100
1: amazing well, i don't know what they're thinking um because that ability is very good also it's not on his sheet but it should be mentioned if typhus can join Poxwalk as well as death shroud terminators and any model he kills with this psychic ability or his melee will also resurrect Poxwalkers in the unit. So if yep. you get six mortal wounds and kill six Guardsmen, you can resurrect six Poxwalkers, which then can give you movement, you know, you can place some in so you get extra movement out of it, yeah. et cetera. Um, it's just, again, he's just a really solid. And you got all these abilities on top of an extremely strong melee profile at strength, 9 AP2 and damage free.
0: Yeah, very enticing. Uh, all right, give us some uh, infantry. Of course, probably going to go to Death Route and Plague Marines, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think that's probably where I'm going to go. Um, a lot of people are sort of down on Plague Marines, but I honestly think
1: that actually, when you, Plague Marines, people kind of forget that Plague Marines are a battle line unit, and they're now 80 points for 5, which is ludicrous,
0: given intercessors
1: cost more Dude. than them.
0: And well, when you actually- the So they have one less movement, sure, but they got one more freaking toughness. then an intercessor and an intercessor cool congrats you got a rend one gun you can have literally you have a box of chocolates uh, yeah uh, plague marines plague
1: marine loadout options are insane so in a five-man squad you can rock three power fists two Mm -hmm. plasma guns and then still have something like a blight launcher metal gun you can or even an anti-infantry two plus flamer like compared to other battle line units, which usually rock, like you said, bolt guns, las guns, you get all the special weapons. It's basically a a special weapon squad. Um, And it can melee, it can shoot, it can do all these things, and for the low price that they're at, okay, I think the biggest problem people have is they're still hung up on them being really tough and really hard to kill, but if you actually just start playing in more like a normal marine body, you actually realise how stupid the value is Mm -hmm. on these models. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, you have a 10-man unit that puts out 15 lethal hitting power fist attacks followed up by six plasma gun shots four blight launcher shots and then you've still got all the heavy normal plague knife attacks which all have lethal hits and then a robotic weapon as well like if you do the maths on it especially if you bring someone like a biologist putrefier alongside this one because again this is a squad that could be joined by the virians i'd always recommend the biologist putrefier because he gives them all the weapons lethal hits including plasma guns melt guns etc and they all lethal hit on a five up um this unit can average easily, quite easily pick up a land raider with like seven seven guys in a biological putrefier. If they go yeah. in and use, use the free grenade strap because again he gives them free grenade strap before this charge, they will on average with the shooting and the melee pick up a land raider, which is it's a hundred and ten points for seven bonkers, and you're killing bonkers. Land <laughs> again people just i think people are just too hung up on playing them as this really like back in the armor of contempt meta when they were minus one damage and minus one ap yeah and yeah and they don't do that anymore they can't you can't stand in the open and live but if you're looking at a unit that's really good at bullying weaker units or just up trading um i think steve trimble recently ran like 60 of the damn things um just in
0: six rounds just ran people down he did yeah he did and he did (laughs) extremely well i think he came fourth in um, yeah, yeah. At the, the Charity Hammer, you know, Shark Tank RTT. So, extremely potent. Uh I actually don't think we want to talk about Deshroud because I think people, Deshroud are pretty much, you look at the unit, and you can assume everything you need to know already. You know exactly what that unit is. I kind of yeah. want to talk about Poxwalkers, if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, so Poxwalkers are an interesting one. To be honest, I mm. think
1: Poxwalkers and Clovis are both interesting. Um yep. But we'll go to we'll go the Poxwalker. So Poxwalker is 50 points for 10 guys, so 5 points a model. And it's movement 4, But and it doesn't really do much in combat. It's 2 attacks hitting on a 5, but they just have lethal hits, which is cute. I but, just love that they Why have they got 2 attacks? It's hilarious. For some reason, they've got, they've got 2 attacks. But what they do have, which is good, very good, is feel no pain 5-up, because you, just, you don't care if you have a T-shirt save. You know, a 6-up's no good, and our guardsman save a 5-up. But a 5-up Feel No Pain is basically an unrendable 5-up save. Um, Correct. And this unit can also be taken in 20. Like I said, we can take, take my Typhus, which can um, then regenerate models with his spell, etc. They do also resurrect if they kill you models. Um, again, don't expect much out of them. But what I've, what I've used these guys for, because I used to run a unit of 20, I've took them out recently but it's more to do with the things other players are bringing, like aggressor bombs really, like, blasting these things. <laughs> um, but yes. strategic reserve in 20, I know it sounds strange because you think no one's going like, to sneak 20 in, but because they're such a low threat unit, people don't really put too much effort to screen them out because, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to do anything. It's just Poxwalkers. But if you manage to get 20 Poxwalkers on an objective, especially if they're locked-in combat, um, if you have Typhus in their bonus points and you're giving out minus 2 to be hit, I've not really come across much things in the game that can basically clear them out in an activation. Um, and you can just really start clogging up the board. And again, if they can't clear it in activation, you especially if you have Typhus in there, Typhus can swing back. He mm-hmm. can potentially pick up a couple models, which then means Poxwalkers come back. The Poxwalkers yep. then swing. And then they could maybe pick up one or two models, and then again they're coming back. And it just yep. the scales of like the combat just keep tipping slightly more mm-hmm. and more in your favour. And if people haven't got the tools to deal with like this big blob of feel no pain, it can kind of be a unit that can just sit on a point and be unapproachable almost. Um not to mention if you come across a game where the you know your unit your opponent like Wilde is Wildiers will tear through this, but just Absolutely. having a big
0: screen is also just good to have. Like agreed, man. Well tw- 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 just the- the going rate on that wound, that chassis, five points for a toughness four wound with a five up feel, no pain. That is all I am looking at here, yep. and that's all I need to know. Even if they didn't come back, even if they didn't give out the contagion, the Nurgle's gifts and all that stuff, even if they weren't a debuffing aura of just a nonsense unit, that why is this nonsense unit making my army worse? What? What? Why have they got two attacks each? Like I look at these guys, and I'm just like, damn. I mean, that movement four is very stark. I mean, you run into a, well, a probably de- by the time you're hearing this, a dead Thunderfire can. We're more talking about things like, I guess, a mole launcher from Votan. I guess it's a a night spinner, and you're like, your movement two and cannot advance from a night spinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no, sweet, at that, at that sweet point, lord, consider reserves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you put it in reserve or it deploys on an objective, and that's it. That's what that's yeah, exactly. all she you
1: can just, You can just sit on your home because again. It's not like, again, If you even like mortars from guard, like cultists on your back point will just get mortared yeah. off. And yeah, yeah, you'll have sticky, but, but again, guys. it opens up space. But these guys, yeah, five up Fiona Pains, especially like people who've played with Fiona the Pains, they can be really spiky. Like you can, yeah. you have you can survive stuff you have no right to survive because
0: especially if you play against crypto frals. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, and, and sorry, and the last thing I wanted to say is that if you don't have dev wounds, mortal wounds spilling over and killing nine of these dudes with a shot. They yes. kill one of them, and that guy gets a feel no pain. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it is very funny. Uh, better than a custodian against the dev wound, <laughs> Senor Boxwalker. Uh, all right, so cool. uh, what's the next one, brother? Um, so
1: we're we still on infantry, yeah? um yeah i'll just give give an honorable mention to cultists um having scout in an army that's slow um is really important um not only can it push back stuff like if people are bringing drop pods or going for early deep strikes just having again your army that's like you said slow so being able to scout six potentially and again some deployments and missions you can actually scout onto the objective pre-game which means then in your first turn your command phase you can pre-sticky the objective. And then you can just move back into safety. And what that means is your opponent has to come out and expose themselves, or you're just going to run away with primary for literally yeah. doing nothing. You're just yeah. going to get free primary. So having a, like one unit of ten cultists in your in your army just to, in case that chant that mission comes up and you get first turn, it's gross for just putting pressure on your opponent to make something happen. All right, give us a vehicle, mate, or, uh, or a monster, vehicle, monster. monster. Ooh, I do we want to go for? Uh... Man, I really
0: don't want to rag on Plague of Scrolls, but man, Plague of Scrolls are so good. <laughs> uh, are, are they the best thing in the book? Very possibly still, and they will have been... If they are the best thing in the book now, they will have been the best thing in the faction for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, reckon, I reckon they still are, to be honest. Um, uh, it, it's
1: Defensively, it's a good profile. It has got, it's moves 10 as well. It's as fast as our blow mm-hmm. drones. Um, toughness 10, which is good. Tough Again, people were like, oh, it should not be tougher, but it got a two up save which is probably better than being t11 free up save um two up save plus the cover in the game at the moment so he's that you hide you your back yeah. track um yep. is really good there are also 12 wounds which is quite nice a lot of tanks are 10 or 11 um 12s quite nice um oc4 which is weirdly high yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. you know like it's not easy to take off these tanks um but again it's the, it, the, the we probably I think definitely have the best indirect in the game at the moment um and its Big because it's yeah, it, I think it is to be honest because it's the combination of mortarian and then other effects like Boilbite and lord of virulence. You can just ignore all negatives, so you can ignore minus one to be hit. You can ignore the indirect penalty. Any minuses to wound, or anything that just gets completely ignored, and you can just put like I said, three three d six plus nine shots plus blast possibly into any unit at any point across the board. And what this does, we talk people talk a lot about understanding who has to be the aggressor and who has to be the mm. defender and when, when Death Guard have to be the aggressor it's not you're great strapped. because you're a slow yeah, yeah, army yeah.
0: yeah.
1: so being able to put pressure on your opponent to make something happen because I'll happily sit here and just mortar off your units turn after turn after turn makes them have to come towards you which then you can bring to bear that close range brawling abilities yep. and they're the only unit in this army that can force like, if you don't take them the alternate is like going like a Rhino Rush Plague range, which we saw with Trimble, it does work, don't get me wrong but I think players crawls play this, this game of making your opponent have to expose themselves and have to make that. It puts the onus on them to make the game progress because you can just send out like, you know, 10 pot talks. It's 50 points. You stand on objective. you die. I don't care. Cultists again, you go do it. I don't care. Whereas if you're against to it doesn't have access to them units. They're having to send out, you're mortaring off, you know, like 150 point unit a turn. Yeah. And they're running yep. out of resources. And if they commit too late to it, they'll just never recover on the value that you've, you've obviously got over the turns. The other thing with them is they have a lot of more like we- vehicles like this like Basilis, etc., can struggle to- can really struggle to protect themselves. But Plague crawls can take twin plague spears, which are two D 2D- which will be two D6 anti m two plus AP1 flamers. And again, if you've got the minus one save contagion, anyone that wants to come and brawl with your tanks is potentially yes. taking overwatch from two D6 v 2 plus potentially AP2 flamers. Never mind if you roll any sixes to hit with the mortar and the machine gun on the thing. Um, they're incredibly good at bullying units. They're incredibly good at just projecting pressure. And they also enables other units in the army to it, like brigands, for example. A lot of people really like brigands because brigands plus minus one save, plus their ability yeah. to naturally get an extra AP if they shoot somewhat close. You get ap three chain cannons and AP-6 melter thermal spears. The negative thing about brigands is a 24-inch range doesn't Correct. matter when you're forcing your opponent to come to you. They, again, you're making up for that lack of range because they have to come to you to interact, mm-hmm. and then you can then take advantage of that by exposing the bring and picking up whatever's trying to aggress- you know, push you. Um, it, It's just a unit that affects the game flow and affects like how the Correct. opponent has to play, and if they don't understand how to have to play around it, sometimes you can get free wins from people just panicking and not knowing how to deal with indirect.
0: 165 points. Uh, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the entropies or the place bidders? I go
1: two with Plague Spitters and one with Entropies, mainly because of just a yep. slight lack of anti-tank. Don't like Correct. the range of the Entropies. It's only 24 inches. Um, but, it sucks. Yeah, I wish it was still 36, but I like to bring them just in case you run into something like a night matchup to have the extra anti-tank there.
0: All right, bring us to one more Gribbly. I think we already talked about the Hellbrute, what it can bring, the fact that, you know, something that is hit gets a Contagion range, which is the biggest reason to bring it, and you, I, I think it's a good reason to bring one in a lot of lists. Um, but give us another Gribbly, mate. Uh, blow blow drone probably blow drone at the moment. Yeah, um, boy, it's so good. Um,
1: it went down to it went down from 135 points to 100 points, which for a movement 10 toughness 9 free up save five up vulnerable, 10 wound model with OC three, is just good value for chassis regardless mm-hmm. of weapons. Yeah, and um, then you look at its weapons and you can even have a heavy blight launcher for six shots at strength eight AP two damage two, that's quite a high AP. Again, that's yeah, good. Stack stack on the minus one save. It's AP 3 now. And it's thirty-six inch range, which is long range for Death Guard. This thing's great for just skirting up and down the sides of the board, taking pot shots, staying out of the majority of the danger, and being there for secondaries, like engage. Um, you can take a flesh mow for ten but, attacks.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, or you could be a freaking Chad and take a flesh <laughs> yeah. mower. You take a flesh yeah. mower,
1: which is Who's... ten attacks in melee, and just basically a marine blending profile. Um <laughs> it's lethal hit strength seven ap1 two damage and like you said it's if you just charge it in with this thing 10 attacks is a lot of attacks this is another good use of potentially popping sustained hits maybe getting you know some yep. extra ones um it this thing has always been like a marine killer um if you're a standard marine profile like you're gonna have a bad time against a flesh mower and um, now especially the one thing that let it down this edition was ap1 but now yep. again we're talking about minus one save potentially mm-hmm. then pop ferric blight and now it's ap3 yep. <laughs> um yep it's, it's gross and again the rule of this model as well is it can shoot and declare charge in a turn if it falls back so you can't lock down bloat drones they can always be shooting they can always be charging and what's good about it is means even if you're a unit like a flesh mower which is in combat and mate you're going to swing first or whatever it doesn't really matter Um, you still will probably want to fall back because it means you can fall back over the unit because you got fly spread contagions a little deeper in the lines you know help out pop a boil light on a unit for your plaguelist Crawls and then charge back into the unit that you were already in combat with. Mm-hmm. It just, you can't lock it down. You can't stop it doing what it wants. Oh, it, Oh, you've just drew teleport homers. Okay. I'll just fall back and teleport homers instead. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like this little versatile toolkit. And like you got, you, you take plague spitters even there. You've got a big board control piece. Cause you just sit around with these anti two plus flamers and just sit there, and you go, okay, I'm going to uh, fall back out of combat next to this squishy unit here. I'm going to do an action, and then your turn, if you want to move this squishy unit, I'll overwatch it and kill it. it, it there's so many potentials yeah. for this unit to just impact the game. Plus, it's a fast unit. It's great for spreading contagions.
0: It's 100 points. What were they thinking? <laughs> there are so many instances of things that just now cost 100 points. It's it's, it's just like, like
1: how much are Intercessors? Like 90? Yeah it's 10.4 <laughs> it's for yeah. like all of these stats all of these weapons and these abilities like
0: <laughs> yeah it's really good no It's really, really really good okay last one we're going to cover we're going to of course we're going to cover the plague lord himself uh, the true stank lord actually the one and only mortarian uh, he is 325 points so he's actually he's come down twice <laughs> since his release. I don't know why. I have no this idea why. It's so cheap. Uh, movement movement 10, toughness 12, 2 plus save 16 wounds. Of course, he's got a 4 plus invulnerable save, OC 6. Um, he's got his psyche power, which is rotwind, which is blast and dev wounds at 18-inch range with lethal hits. D6 plus 3 shots, uh, hitting on twos at 721. And then has the lantern, which is pistol sustained D3. 18-inch of 933. 3. On the profile in combat, he's got a laughable, absolutely what WTF five attacks on a Primarch <laughs> at uh, strength fourteen neg three four damage. It's not even D six plus three. Like so, D three plus three on you know it's flat four. D three plus three is flat four. It's he's four he's to six. Anyway, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, and then he's got fifteen attacks at seven one one. So yeah, you can sweep. Just swim, a the at-
1: lion sweeps at damage too. The, you know, the 15 foot scythe does one damage. Hel-
0: Helbrecht, a chapter master sweeps a damage too. Yay. Dude, uh, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand why he's so bad at He should, he, what, it's, he's the freaking avatar of Noble. Give him seven attacks for the love of the Lord. All right, tell us about all his special abilities. So, Mortarion gets um, a selection of
1: three hours that he can pick at the start of the command phase. First of these is of Pestilence, which means that every Death Guard unit in 6 of this model receives the benefit of cover against ranged attacks. Which is nice to have, but anyone that played 10th edition, it's quite easy to get cover anyway. Um, so at first, everyone thought this was an amazing go-to. Honestly, it, it, you don't really tend to use it, cause just because of how easy it is to get cover in the game. Um, the second one is the Real Money Maker, which is Diseased Influence. While a friendly Death Guard unit is in 6 inches of this model, every time that unit makes an attack, re-roll a wound roll of 1. It's, yeah. it's just a solid buff, you know, Rerolling wounds of one in an aura around a big model. Um, you're never going to say no. Re-rolling wounds is good. Rerolling wounds on full units just for being near a guy is even better. <laughs> it You know, consistency. It's just, it's just good. It's not much to talk about it because it is just a re-roll wound or all of one, but it's just solid. Um, which is really nice in Plague crawls Crawlers, again. To, not to rag on <laughs> toxic yep. presence aura uh, while a friendly death guard unit has been 12 inches of this model add three inches of the contagion range of this unit i would have laughed at you if you used this a month ago um grats, you made me minus one toughness three inches further away now it can actually have niche uses for example Correct. versus grey knights you don't want to get mists of deimos so you can't get over nine so then you extend your contagion to 12 instead and get them tagged in it from outside of it and then plague must mm-hmm. crawl the units to death um
0: yep. yeah and, it's huge that's yeah. huge
1: yeah, yeah, you can. So there's, there's time. It's again, it's a, it's a that one you look more as a tool. You never get like the the real wound rules of one is like your staple. That's always on. I always just say to my opponent if I don't declare, I'm changing it. It's that. Um, but when it comes up, toxic presence to have is very nice. And he's over aura, so he gets to pick one of those. But then he also gets this, and this is the most important thing about Morty. because Mortarion is basically the Nope machine. Um, which, so. While a friendly Death card unit is within 6 inches of this model, that unit can ignore all modifiers to its characteristics and to any roll or test made for it, excluding saving throws, of course. Can't just ignore AP in the game. <laughs> so what this means is, Mortarion, I call him the nope machine, because you go to shoot something, your opponent starts explaining whatever they're going to do, stealth, minus one to it, and you just say, just don't bother. Don't I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't care. I, I am ignoring care. it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then someone says, like, oh, he's half damage. No, he's not. <laughs> Um, he's the ability to basically just get all your opponent's defensive abilities and just say no you're not having it can really mess with people because especially people who don't play against this effect much because people get into comfortable like comfortable how much damage a unit can take and then you come along and just say yeah all that stuff you used to like minus one damage on like deathwing knights you're not having it and then suddenly you just delete a unit that they thought was going to survive a turn and it's so powerful yeah. In addition, it can't, well, this stops the negatives to move, doesn't it? Yes, it stops negatives to move. It also means even if you fail battle shock test, your OC doesn't go down, so you so can still hold correct. objectives. So Battleshock is virtually
0: meaningless apart from not
1: being able to use strats.
0: Yeah, um,
1: it, but it, you, you know, you you can't. They can't. It's it's what can't they do? They can't half damage you. They can't minus one damage you. They can't mm-hmm. armor of contempt you. Um, they can't reduce your movement. They can reduce your toughness, which is funny in the mirror um in the mirror, it just becomes like nothing works. The <laughs> deaf mirror is awful by the way, you just keep going, oh yeah that, and you go, oh no it doesn't work because I'm all tight <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> uh, that is pretty it, funny like this the, you'll come up with so many times where you' you'll be doing like you ignore indirect penalty, that's why again, so you can just without any buffs, you're still hitting on freeze of indirect mm. um which is again wild it's it's what doesn't it cover it's such a power pal- yeah. like anyone that's played with a unit with this ability it comes up so many times and it's just so good to have like someone's minus two
0: to chat nope ignore that yeah yep. <laughs> so many so many applications well, and for 325 he's probably a bargain at the moment i mean it is it is a bit awkward that he doesn't kill anything to save his life so you're paying 325 essentially for a supreme buff character but, eh, we've been there, we've done that in the past. It's, it's not too unpalatable yeah. at that price uh, point. He's OC6, who's relatively hard to kill. It's not, you know, he can still stand on a point, and he's got a big base, he can cover the point. Yeah, exactly right. Well, the thing is, though, he's he's such a wet noodle that he gets to stick around for five turns. Whereas yes. you have things that are <laughs> three times more... that yeah. And I come back to this. This is a point I've made in the game since 8th edition. You have something that is non-threatening, like a wave serpent in eighth edition was the best example of this—that it was non-threatening but difficult to kill. So no one bothered trying to kill it. Where then you had, let's say, let's say, uh, for example, a void weaver uh, in ninth edition, which was very threatening and must die. If that one dies turn one, but the wave serpent lives all the whole game, that web serpent has done significantly more damage and affected the game significantly more than that void weaver did. This is what Maltarian is. He's like he's a wet freaking noodle. I don't I sh- I don't want to shoot him or do anything, so we just have five turns of influence on the game. And this is why I think he's good.
1: Yeah, like you said, you like yeah, and, and, and the opposite happens if they get in their own mindset of trying to kill this guy, it means like your stuff isn't being shot and he's the toughest thing in the army. So either way they pick there, you're kind of winning, because like you either yeah. have Marty running free for five turns, or you have Marty getting shot to hell, but everything else is free for five turns. Correct. Yeah, he's a distraction counter effects. He he is is probably one of the biggest distraction for counterfeits in the game. And he's one of the prettiest as well, I think. I think he's one of the best models I've
0: ever made. He's a handsome boy. At least his mother thinks so. Um, Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) on that note, we're going to wrap this episode up. Sorry, um, we've got the two metrics we have to rate this index upon. Uh, Firstly, out of 10, how happy are you with this index right now? So right now, after the buffs? After the buffs. Um,
1: I'm, I'm really happy to miss. Honest. I'm honestly going to say like I'm nine Yeah, um, dude, nice. I, I, it's just, again, it feels fun. It doesn't feel, I've never been a massive fan. Like it sounds odd to play. Like I'm not a fan of death guards identity, just being tough because being tough in this game, you're either too, you're tough to the point where it's toxic for the game or you're not tough enough for the meta and you just die still regardless. Mm. So them leaning more into the idea of like debilitation and debuffs of being near us to me, is far more fun, and again, it gives me more agency rather than hoping I roll saves and you don't kill me. Like being able to extend contagions get them where I need them, and then be as impactful as they are right now. It's just such a blast to play, and especially like when we get into play with your big Mortar Mark Mort- Mortarian model again. Yeah, I just wish you- that's that's the one point that's missing. I just wish like the big man himself actually swung. <laughs> mm, <laughs> but yeah, but I. I think right now the index as a whole, there's not many duff units. Part of the plague surgeon, (laughs) but every
0: unit can have a place, and that's what would you? What would you have given it out of ten pre data slate? Oh man, Um, poor God!
1: Like I'm, I'm, I was going to say four, but that feels generous. It does really. I was going to say one or two. (laughs) Yeah, you're not far off. probably i yeah, probably like a two i mean mm. they, i i I made it work i went 4-1 at a super major you and 5 out a gt with the pre-thingy death card but I, I the best way to describe it is you know when you go on a game and you pick nightmare difficulty yes that, that was like that was your casual event that was your, not even your event game that was your casual club night game yeah. um and just nothing kind of had purpose nothing flowed like you're like i'm gonna do I want to jump through these five hoops to get my Contagion on you, and your tank is now Toughness 10, and it makes no difference.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, literally nothing. All right. Um, where do you think Death Guard's going to end up in the competitive lexicon, like the competitive ladder? So the uh, D tier, C tier, B tier, A tier, S tier? Where are they going to end up? Um, so I don't, I, never, I don't
1: think Death Guard will ever be an S tier army. I don't think it's possible. The, the game is... The game, uh, compared to higher Is really about movement, and it's just not an army, but that's okay. Mm. Like not every army has to be S tier. But my hope and want for Death Guard is it's always just being B tier, just a solid middle army. And I think at the moment that's where it is. You have potential to swing up. You have potential to have playing to most armies now. I feel like, Um, but you're not broken. And if you will, you know, you will be punished. And if a broken army faces you, it's going to be an uphill battle. So Mm. right now. And I still think there's a lot of people stuck on the old way of playing Def Guard where they think they can just stand in the open and not die. <laughs> which yep. is something I'm trying to change with my channel. I'm trying to get people to understand um it's not how we work anymore. Um but I think if we if everyone starts sort of adopting the new the new the new way to approach Def Guard, I, I reckon it could be a very solid middle table and a bit of a bit of a midboard bully, a bit of a mid-table bully, you know, ah. a, bit of a pub stomper. Like if you're not prepared for it, it'll just run you over. But I think yeah. the, the higher echelons of players with the with the good strong armies will still be able to sort of just run circles around you. But that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like
0: you can be an underdog army and still have fun at events. Like that's what I do. Yeah, my my always my biggest issue with Death Guard has always been how predictable what they do is. As in, like yeah. if you just pre-measure wh- how far they're going to move and then how far their contagion is going to extend from their base after they move, none of, like 90 percent of their rules don't 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 happen. I'm yeah, just like cool, ninety percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stay point two inches away from that that place where the contagion is gonna reach, and then cool. So okay, all that's all that nonsense you read at the start. None of that happens if I just do that, and then the, you have to nod and be like, yeah, unfortunately, that's correct. Yeah,
1: um, I think <laughs> if we just got. If if we get a new detachment and that sort of gives us some more stratagems that can sort of impact that. So, you know, like maybe like mm. a stratagem which is living plague on a stick, you know, one command yes. point,
0: pick a unit, well, give it an extra six, just something like that. Correct, could be quite correct. Nice. Or what was the one where you used to be able to transpose your sickness from one objective to another? Yeah, you were stuff like outbreak. that Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant to put a little X Factor because that's that's what I think the list that the art and faction is lacking. It's lacking X Factor as in like some explosive little bit of something to mix up your opponent's battle plan. Um so yeah, that's what yeah. I do. I agree with you. Very solid B tier. It's a very
1: honest army. Like it's, it's just, not like uh, yeah. there's no phantasms, there's no nothing like it does what it does and mm. it's either going to do that well and win or it's not going to work and they're going to lose. Um so maybe just adding a little bit more of ability to be like, "Hey, you just you got me by
0: surprise there. That was quite cheeky, yep. you know." And that that would make this army like 10 for me. <laughs> correct and i'm not saying this i mean is a gotcha because that's not what i'm describing what i'm describing is no. something that that acts in an, unexpe- an unexpected fashion you know something that does something more than it appears on on face up on, on the front of the box uh and yeah but the fact of the matter is i think death guard reside exactly where i think every faction should reside yeah like if, i agree if every if every faction was the same level and face up and honesty of death guard this game would be a utopia uh, it would be absolutely amazing. But anyway, it is not, and we will truck on with part two, mate. Good luck at the LGT. Our Thank hopes very much. and our prayers are with you. You know, uh, what's your goal? What do you, what do you try to achieve? Like what what is a pass? So for my, my personal goals, like I,
1: I want to get a four one. Um, but I, as a personal goal, like I'm just going to try and just enjoy London. Um, as in general, I mean, Free, uh, as long as I go positive, I'll be relatively happy. So three two happy four one yeah. buzzing five one. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm going to be like holding up the trophy as if it's my own. Kelsey. I'm just going to steal it and yeah. take it home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. that podium. You <laughs> Literally, push, you push those muppets out of the side. I'm going to stop you right there, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, mate. On that note, we are going to check out. Please come and join us over at Part Two over on Patreon and go check out the Disgusting Resilient Podcast, mate. Where can people find that?
1: Um, so that we're on mainly on YouTube, uh, and we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, but um, mainly, mainly it's YouTube. You'll
0: find us on. Fan-freaking-tastic. And on that note, we will see you later. Take care and enjoy whatever you may be doing out there. And uh, hopefully this a new meta has invigorated you just like me, just like us, just like many out there. Uh, let's go and enjoy some 10th edition. Take care. Have a good night. Thanks, man. See you later. Thank you for listening to Art of War Down Under, a content review podcast for Warhammer 40K